This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. Hour number two of Mackie and Judd with Rami. Mackie out today, Cunningham in. Danny Cunningham, that is. Hello! Why are you looking at me like that, Declan? I- I'm not giving you any look. I'm giving you the normal look that any producer would give his host after what he put him through the last 15 minutes. What's the normal look? I still got the phone ringing. It's ridiculous. On a scale of train wrecks, where did that rank for a radio train wreck? Uh, I would say at like a seven really? as the worst. I really, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. Is that the worst thing you've ever produced? Yes. Come on. What's what? How close is it to? And now he just He's answers the phone. The phone. <laughs> and sits back, puts his feet up. Surprised he's not raising a finger to us. It speaks to one thing. Who's still popular? I guess. Yeah. I guess they're right to continue touring after they retired in 1981. Why pass on that money? Hey, we actually have a question for Danny Cunningham. Oh, this should be good. Mike has called in. Uh huh. He said he does. He cover the Timberwolves, and I think he loosely does. Um. He wants to know about the Timberwolves' defense. We're randomly just taking Timberwolves questions. Yeah, for we Danny? are. Yeah, that's now. This is my power move after what you did to me. <laughs> wow, Mike, what's up? Mike, what's going on? Oh, I, was, I was brainstorming while you guys were talking about T-shirts. Yeah, this is in honor of Judd. How about a hoodie with the big four major sports teams logos on the front that says "I'm a Minnesota sports fan" with a big exclamation point. And on the back, it says, why does God hate me so much with a big question mark? <laughs> That's a lot on a hoodie, but I like where I love where your mind is right Super now. dark, too. I love the thought process. It's really, really dark. Yeah, it's not inaccurate. Hey, Danny, with Culver, Okogie, and Covington in the lineup, when they'll be in the lineup at the same time, mm-hmm. is that defensive effort going to rub off on Cat, do you think? I think that Carl made some steps in the right direction last year in terms of being in the right place at the right time, which is defensively half the battle where he wasn't doing that before. And I think that being around good defenders is going to make you a better defender. It's going to rub off on him. Yes. He's, is he ever going to be an elite defender is a big no. He's just not gifted in those ways. But I do think that that lineup would certainly help him. And I think that they'll try and do a little bit. They'll do things differently defensively to maybe hide some of his inefficiencies on that end too, Mike. And I think, I think the addition of Culver 
it's going to make their defense much better. And with Covington healthy, I think it can get them up to maybe 40 wins. I think that we, we do forget oh, we Mike. do forget how good Mike, Mike, Mike. Robert Covington is on that side of the floor. Well, wait, That's wait. something I've Let, been guilty of Let's tell of doing, Mike to calm down, okay? 40 wins is, 40 is wins. optimistic. Are you trigger happy with the phone again over there? Are you dropping calls? <laughs> yeah, I hung up. I don't think he's a big fan of the Wolves call, but I thought Mike was fantastic. No, Mike is fine. I appreciate the call, Mike. Yeah, that's just not what we're doing right now, Mike. I mean, we were. Yeah, we're doing. We're doing Roger Daltrey screams. Don't you know that, Mike? Yeah, why have Wolves content when you can scream into your phone? <laughs> Random Wolves calls, 651-646-8255. I like my shirt more. Phil's on the red eye right now on his way back from D.C. There's no red eye There's this no time red eye day. He's, 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 he's taking it back. He's taking care of his business right now. He's going to get the red eye tonight, and he'll be back There's here. No red There's eye, no red, red eye, eye from the East Coast to the, to the Midwest. <laughs> it only goes from the West to the East. Do you know how the red eye works? I, I took one once from Hawaii. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't. It it only works like. Why don't you mansplain me more how how this house works? <laughs> okay. no, he's right. He's right though. I'm right though. Because I don't think it as well. It's, it's, it's by, by it's the way terrible. one of the great. No, oh, it's I hate one, it. No, it's one of the it. greatest creations on the face of the earth. I cannot stand it. It's the it. only time that I could sleep really soundly on a plane because I'm so tired. I just go to sleep. I, I love the red it. eye. I cannot stand it. Anyway, but, but it, it's from the west coast to the Midwest or the east coast. So it's only moving east. Yes, because that's how a, time goes. You can only take a red eye moving east. <laughs> yes, that yes. was so condescending. I loved it. It's well, what true. Because well, that's I how time no, goes, I never, I never understood why okay, a red eye was called a red eye. To, I thought it was just a late flight because you you're tired and you, your eyes are red. You fly through the night. You lose your night of sleep. If you leave, say, Los Angeles at 11 o'clock local time and you're flying to New York, that's actually... 2 o'clock a.m. New York time. You fly through the night. It's a five-hour gotcha. flight, so you land at 7 a.m. Right. instead of landing at 4 a.m. L.A. time. I never really thought about Which it. Which is why it's a great idea. If you can sleep, yeah, but the, the the experiences I've had, I haven't been able to fall asleep. And that made it miserable. Well, change your life. This is one of those days I'm going to walk out of here at 6 o'clock and I'm going to go, I don't know if that was good radio, but I sure had fun. But you are going to be smarter. <laughs> Just a little peek inside of my psyche. Uh, at The Athletic, Mike Sando, he talked to uh, executives from all 32 NFL teams and asked what each team and their fan base should be worried about as we enter week one of the NFL season. Kicks off tomorrow night, Bears and Packers. And for the Minnesota Vikings, according to one anonymous NFL executive, this is what the Vikings and Vikings fans should be worried about. The worry under intense pressure to win, an aging defense and shaky kicker situation shift more of the burden onto an offense that cannot count on Dalvin Cook staying healthy. Quote, everyone is getting really high on Minnesota, especially with the whole Gary Kubiak impact. My top worry is Dalvin Cook's health, and then my other top worry is the defense starting to get a little bit long in the tooth where they are toward the end of their peak. I don't know if their defense is going to be quite as good as last year, and it was worse last year than the year before. They still have a good roster, very balanced, but that could also be a combustible place with the kicker situation and just the overall way Mike Zimmer handles things. Did you mention Kirk Cousins? Had you read that? Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins was not mentioned in okay, that's, that uh, answer. I, I, that's a large oversight, right? Yeah. I mean, you Mike, know what? Mike's great and, and talks to, to people. No, this is a quote from an right. executive. No, that's but not I'm Mike saying Sando's Mike opinion. does good work. Yeah. And, and I'm sure he talked to, he talks to, to lots of plugged in people. But I'm sorry. If you're going to bring all of that up and not mention Kirk Cousins once, I think you're, you're missing the main point. I think that's my number one thing that 
there is to worry about well, going wrong. I mean, wrong. in a roundabout way, he's talking about Cousins when he says the Gary Kubiak impact, isn't he? He is, but I'm surprised he didn't. You got to mention the name, Kirk Cousins. You can't go. It, it is I a, actually. It's an eighty-four million dollar quarterback. There's no roundabout way of saying who he is. I basically agree with this word for word, one hundred percent. Because to me, Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. Like, I don't think it's going to be any worse than what you saw last year. And I only think there's minimal room for improvement with Kirk Cousins. Look at his numbers in Washington. He never did. And I know there is more than just the numbers that you'll read when you open up Kirk, Kirk Cousins' season stats. Matthew Collar is really good at breaking all those things down on Purple Daily, weekdays 2-4 to four here on Score North. But he's never done much better than what he did last year for the Vikings. I don't think there's a lot of room for improvement but you got Kirk Cousins. And I don't think that you should be worried about him having a worse season. To me, the top concern is the defense aging and not even being as good as last year. You thought you were adding Kirk Cousins to the best defense in football. That's what went wrong last year. You didn't have the best defense in football. It was still very good, though. It was good. It was yeah. still very good. Um, yeah, but I mean, Cousins, you you got... This, to me, is all a domino effect. You got Kubiak because you understood after one year that Cousins was incapable of doing things himself. And so now Kubiak Stefanski, that coaching staff, is supposed to take Cousins and prop him up. This all, this all, the irony is this. Mike Zimmer might be fired. Mike, who has dedicated his professional life to stopping quarterbacks, might be fired because of a quarterback. Yep. And Kirk Cousins is a huge piece here. Because if if what Kubiak does does not work, that's largely going to come back then on Kirk Cousins. And if Spielman and Zimmer and, heck, Kubiak get shown the door, and if Cousins goes into the last year of his contract in 2020 as a lame duck QB, all of that is going to be because the plan didn't work. And, Rami, I'm with you. Kirk Cousins was never worth what they paid him. They did it to get because in their mind, and they might be right about this, I don't know, but he was the best of the options out there and they definitely were trying to upgrade on Keenum, and and their defense was still very good. But I think they grossly underestimated just how far Kirk Cousins was from being able to, at almost any point, carry you. That last game against the Bears, go back and watch that. Yeah, The Chicago Bears didn't play people. Their, their season, the Bears were comfortably in the playoffs and basically were saying, okay, Kirk, just beat us. And he couldn't do it. That's why it's my number one worry. You can say what you want about the defense maybe being a little long in the tooth, and I'll listen to that. That's a minor worry. Dalvin Cook's health is certainly a worry. That's legit. I, I agree these on are all, those all things. legit. I don't disagree with any yeah. of these worries that this executive told Mike Sando in the athletic here, but Kirk Cousins has to be number one because if you're not getting anything close, you're not going to get the $84 million worth of quarterback that you're paying for. Correct. But can you get $60 million worth still? Can you get 50 still? And can you prop, at, at what what is Kirk Cousins up, right. going to be worth? And what can you make him worth? Because that's what this is all going to come down to. Can you prop him up enough? Can what Kubiak and Stefanski are going to do, can they and like Dalvin Cook get him to a point where where you say, okay, now that this is acceptable? And their def, their defense to me remains the absolute key. But you need to get more. Yeah. Your the, quarterback if, has to give you more. My point is this. If the defense is as good or worse than it was last year, Kirk Cousins can't improve enough for it to matter. 
If your defense takes another step back, there isn't enough improvement oh, yeah. if, in if Kirk Cousins apart, for it to in, matter. You're dead. Even just another slight step back. I don't think Kirk Cousins defense can... still pretty good last year, I don't year, think though. Kirk Cousins can be good enough to, to compensate start. for that. Well, then guess what? People very well might get and fired. I know it doesn't could be seem, a long year here. From one yeah. to five, they went from being the number one defense right. to the number five defense, which that that's not it's that's still very good to be the number five defense. But when you're a team built on winning games with defense, yep. that's a big drop. If they're the number five defense and they don't win, it's on Kirk. The number five defense See, should be good enough for eighty four million dollar quarterback that, to I win. I say you're with. expecting too much from Kirk Cousins. You are paying him eighty four million dollars, fully guaranteed. I don't judge him on the, the money. The number five defense that's, better be good enough. That's for not you. how the market works. The number five defense should be good enough to, for Daniel tell, Jones to win. I'll tell you this right now: if if they have, let's say they have a top five defense again, and and they go eight and eight, seven and nine, if that happens. Then Kubiak system failed too, miserably. Yeah. Then their guesses failed, and here's the problem. Then, if that's the case, my question is, who pays the price? I think it has to be an overhaul, right? I would have to think that we're looking. We for, talked about this. I don't know for sure. I think I can't I answer think that. In this town, we're looking for a new head coach. We're looking for a new GM. We are facing a. Re, we are looking at revamping the. Or Vikings. do you go? Or do do you go? Spielman. Spielman pays the price. George Payton, who's been the assistant GM here for a long time and is very competent and very good, does he get promoted and Mike gets another chance? I I don't know. I don't know. I think you would have to clean house if this fails. You have to clean house. You might be right. I don't know. Because you've pushed all your chips to the center of the table exactly for a three-year yeah. run, and if year two takes another step backwards, I, I I agree with Danny. You have to throw the Hail Mary of of major change. But what if Mike says, I didn't want Kirk. Rick did. And that that's a Lifetime Achievement Award, then, as far as a Vikings executive for Rick, who then, because of that, had never found a, a QB. Teddy, we think he found, but he got hurt. So that's out. Ponder was a complete train wreck, right? Keenum, he he lucked into after Bradford, but that was a backup QB who immediately then left. So the way the Wolves work, I don't know for sure. What your guy's saying certainly with some teams makes sense, and I could see it, but I don't know for sure. It's a really good question. By the way, Viking Ventline after this Sunday's game, you'll be here well, for not that. Only that. Right, not only that, Judd's all Yes. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. It's uh, Phil and Phil and Manny. Manny. This Sunday. Oh, okay. But but starting at ten a.m. on Monday morning. Young That's when Daniel the real Cunningham and starts. We'll we'll begin a day after game, ten to noon, Vikings vent line, and then Tuesday through Friday we will be Vikings vent line eleven to noon. That's right. More daily Vikings talk for you here on Score North. Morning who, Vikings talk, very important. Who else is doing that? Nobody. Let's get in, uh, Miguel, on the Vikings talk. Miguel, you're on Score North. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Jay? How are you, Miguel? Say hi to Rami and Danny. Hey, Ronnie and Danny. What's going on, Miguel? <laughs> Miguel. Hey, um, Judge, you were right about the Vikes with this um, experiment because they pay, they paid for a three-year plan. And my problem is um, they haven't had, like, a real plan for a while, right? Because they – even think about when they drafted Tavares Jackson and then we had all these guys come through with Childress. There was still never a plan in place. Even when they had Favre, they're like, hey, let's get a quarterback and develop one. Um, then Bridgewater, that, that you know, that was terrible what happened there. But they, this Spillman hasn't put a plan together. They still, they you know, we draft the quarterback late now. We'll see. But uh, this year, um, 
I don't think that this is going to be a very positive year, honestly. Mm. Um, Kirk Cousins is just an average quarterback, and that you need and with the weapons he has. He hasn't had this kind of weaponry in Washington ever, and he's or this defense, and it still looked like a Washington season. That's horrible. So, um, I think they need to just go ahead and scrap this thing. I would be in favor actually of doing a Pittsburgh Steeler maybe, and you keep that coach because those players respond to him, and there's something to be said about that. And if you're not getting him the right players to, to you know put you over the top, that's some, that's on Spielman. But these players, they respond to, to Mike, and I think that maybe you want to keep him in place. All right. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Miguel. Take care. Yeah, I, this group I can't tell. I can't tell if the, the Wolves would blow everybody out and bring in an entire new staff, would fire the GM and try and keep the coach, which, I am, which I'm not a huge fan of. But I guess if you keep the assistant GM currently there in, uh, in uh, George – and he knows Mike. That might work, but uh, I don't think he would want to keep the assistant, though. And I don't know. And here's the other problem, too. Okay, Kirk. So if this doesn't work in 2019, he's a lame duck quarterback who's going to be making a guaranteed, by the way, 28 million dollars in 2020. But he's a lame duck, so you've got to replace him eventually. Now, because he's he's going to make so much in 2020, he doesn't get jettisoned immediately. But these are all questions. They put themselves in a in a situation, right, for three years of, okay, let's win right now. And I really see this as being the last year of, of that being possible because if it doesn't happen now, I think year three is going to is going to look far different. I just don't know exactly how it's going to look different. Yeah, this could be could be. Not necessarily is. There's some gray area in there where I think it's not the greatest season in the world, but it's not the worst season in the world, and they go, let's just give it one more try. But it could be a make-or-break year for Mike Zimmer and possibly Rick Spielman. If it's another six- or seven-win season, it, some, yeah, something drastic right. has to happen. If it's six wins, you're, yes. What if you go nine and seven? Maybe even eight wins is 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 enough that you need to make drastic changes. I think it, it all depends on playoffs. If you win nine games and miss the playoffs... You're gonna you're going to look for changes. This missing the playoffs again is going to be failure. It doesn't matter if it's if it's that, yeah. nine wins that misses the playoffs, if it's ten wins that misses the playoffs, eleven wins I think would get you in. But no matter how many games you win in the regular season, it's a failure if you miss the playoffs. And it's probably a failure if you don't make it past the wild card weekend. If you're not playing on at least the divisional weekend, I think we're going to be looking at changes. I don't okay. I don't think I think if you if you make the playoffs and get ousted in the first round, I could very well see they don't make changes, but Kirk is not signed again long term. There is I think the best chance here is that if they're a playoff team, let's say they win 10 games, and they go into the first round, wild card weekend, and lose, Kirk comes back as a lame duck QB next year, but I don't know that the GM and coach get blown out. But to Rami's point, if they win six or seven or eight games, that dynamic could change completely. Like, if they win six games, people people for sure get fired. Yeah, I think you have to throw for a Hail sure. Mary for year three of this competitive window that you've pushed your, all your chips to the center of the table for. But then if you're also right, and let's say the defense just gets old, you got a whole nother problem then, right. yep. because then there's no year three. Yep. Right. Then it, the one thing about this league that becomes, to me, extremely dangerous, and we saw it in this town from 2009 to 2010, this is one sport at which the motto, let's run things back, can blow up in your face like no other sport, I think. Mm-hmm. 
You Absolutely. Know, you because know, you get old guys, quick in football. You yeah, get old so quick. Guys sort of age, but some guys are still fine, right? Or you'll have someone like Nelson Cruz who yeah. gets older, but the, the production stays the same. In football, it doesn't work out like that. In basketball, if you're old and you can continue right. to shoot, you can play, you can age really well. Football, other than quarterbacks, how often do you see guys that age well? Other than quarterbacks, kickers, and punters, they just don't exist. Which is why the Patriots are heartless. Because they've got a quarterback who has aged better than any in the history but of the game. But aside from that, they cut guys like there's no tomorrow. You would rather be a year early than a year late. And that's that's the one thing with Mike. Mike has been, I think, very dedicated to trying to keep this core group of defensive players together. And ultimately, I'm not sure across the board that's a wise move. I think there's certain guys. There's a very good chance that... Eight weeks into this year, we're all going to say, why didn't you either trade or or free up contract space with Xavier Rhodes? You know, and I wouldn't be surprised be by it. Season for him. It could be. I wouldn't be surprised by it. I mean, he's aging quickly. He's constantly seems to be dinged up. There seem to be things. But he's the type of guy where, and Mike developed him, and I really think deep down Mike likes him a lot. And two years ago, he was off the charts fantastic. But at that position, when those guys start to go, it's not a gradual, nice decline, descend down the hill. You fall off that cliff. I mean, it is running backs that fall off a cliff. And then the next position where it really happens is on the outside of corner. It is hard to be an old corner. It's hard to be over 26 or 27 years old and play cornerback in the NFL. It's really difficult. Yeah. Once you get anywhere near that vaunted number of 30 in the NFL, usually the arrow stops pointing up. At worst, it's pointing sideways, and pretty soon it's going to be pointing down. (laughs) Really, really soon it's going to be pointing down. down. Uh, We're going to get into in other news on the other side. ScoreNorth.com. Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all-new Score North on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. If you don't have that mobile app yet and you're a fan of Score North and all our fine programming, what are you doing? It's Are free. you really even a fan? It's free. It's totally free for a possibly limited time. So act fast. Go get it. Because you can stream us live, get points for doing Rummy. so, get rewards for listening to us live. You can download and subscribe to all your favorite podcasts and listen to them whenever you damn well please. You get points for that as well, and it's your one-stop shop for all written content from R- scorenorth.com. Rami, I got bad news. What's that, Judley? It looks like it's raining in Boston. But they're putting a tarp on the field. Now, I would put together an exploratory committee to see if you could put a roof on it in Boston, but... They get a pass because that stadium was built a long, long time ago. My thing is, since the inception of retractable whoa, roofs, whoa, whoa, whoa. why haven't? Why are we still building stadiums without retractable roofs? Why isn't your microphone on? Oh. I thought you wanted one on Wrigley Field. Yeah, I would, go, Declan. I would put Thanks, together Declan. an exploratory committee for that too. But if it's not I possible, thought, but I thought you wanted one on it, Wrigley Field. Why does Fenway get a pass? If it's not possible, it's not possible. All the old ballparks essentially get a pass. They should explore it and see if they can do it. But they get a pass. They should explore why it. a park was built after the year two thousand without a retractable roof is beyond me. Hashtag put a roof on it. Now let's get oh, to the important looks like stuff. It's raining. Hmm. In other news. That's right, midweek, mid-show. This is when we take a break from all the hard-hitting sports talk that we do here at Score North and bring you some of the weird and wacky news from around the world. What are you so baffled by over there, Judd Zalgan? So Okay, so here's what they're doing. Before we get into just the quick, meat of in other news. Yeah, I'm sorry, just quick. It's all right. Just quick, this drives me crazy. 
Right now, it's 78 and partly cloudy in Boston. Okay. There's a 70% chance of showers at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Yeah. That's why they're putting the tarp on. Okay. So they're trying to preempt... It's a precautionary measure. 70%. You can play through it. Okay, that's just ridiculous. Okay, there's a, just because there's a 70% chance doesn't mean the storm is like only a 70, like 70% of what the rain could be. No, but I'm just saying... That, like, you can't you know say what? that you could play through just it. Get, just get set to play baseball, okay? <laughs> Take the field. Jen's got no time. I'm not worried about rain. I'm not really concerned about lightning because I'm not there. Let's just play baseball. Oh, there's some red and there's some yellow on the radar there. Tighten it up. All right. In other news, Dateline, wherever there are creeps. If you have uh, (laughs) kids in the car, come back in like three minutes. Like put on Baby Shark. Come back after Baby Shark. Did you chase away listeners? Just if you have, I, I can't believe you. If you have kids in Why the car, because if you have kids in the car, they're about to learn about something. It, yeah, if you have kids <laughs> in your car, tough. Get prepare for Rami Maklov to make your kids tougher, and you're going to thank him down the road. No, this, this is this tougher. is called life lessons with Rami. This yep. isn't tougher. This is scarred. If you, if you leave this on with the kids in the car, oh, you, you know what? Do it at your own risk. Danny and I will decide on scarred. This comes yeah. from the Daily the Daily Star headline. Oh, there's a shock. Sex robots with coding errors prone to violence and could strangle humans. Now that's weird and funny enough on its own, right? There is a there's a funny little Easter egg in this story that is not so subtle, and I want to see if you guys catch it, all right? Okay. Sex robots plagued with coding errors could be prone to violent behaviors, including strangling, an expert has warned. Doll collector Brick Doll Banger fears violent repercussions <laughs> if robotics are not regulated properly. Can you, can you tell me who the collector is again, please? I think you caught it. Doll collector Brick Doll Banger fears violent repercussions. <laughs> If robotics are not regulated properly, oh. he believes a simple coding error could turn AI girlfriends against their owners if they are equipped with free will. Brick, who has closed ties with manufacturers Realbotics and Abyss, told Daily Star Online, It scares me to death. It's a machine, and it's always going to be a machine. If you've watched movies, Ex Machina, because I honestly believe synthetics are going to look very similar to that movie, it's not going to be something you can hit with a pipe and it's going to fall apart. I've also Swing hard enough. I've also said, when a synthetic so can far. support itself, that synthetic is going to be much stronger than a normal human. It's going to be more durable. Instead of having bones, it's going to have high-impact plastic or aluminum frame. It's going to be very strong, and it won't get tired. It won't stop unless it runs out of an energy supply. In other news... <laughs> I feel is that your I, way of moving me. Okay, on? you told you told adults <laughs> with children or people with children in their car to turn turn it off for uh, three mi- minutes and then come back. I feel like that was a a lesson. You think yeah. so? Yes, I do. And, also, to know this? and here's what I would tell my child: I would say this robotics thing is coming, and when it comes to certain activities in, in which you will engage as an adult, I suggest you don't do it in this one. Yeah. That scenario that he lays out, it sounds like a Terminator a Terminator parody porn that then just turns into the Terminator. <laughs> it goes from the being I mean, I'll it say goes this. from being a parody to a sequel. Terminator's top notch, by the way. I'll say this. A lot There's of people are into different out. things. A lot of people are into different things and do things differently. Sarah Connor. All right. On to the next story. Judd's all again. I gotta put my glasses on hold. In other news. Do not turn off your radio. This might offend you and I don't care. Do not turn off your radio. I need the ratings. <laughs> uh, uh, um, 
A Utah woman may have ruined her chances of being named Mother of the Year after she allegedly pretended to be her daughter in an attempt to avoid being arrested. Police in Davis County, Utah, pulled over Heather Garcia, 38, on Saturday <laughs> night after noticing her car did not have a license plate. Okay, that sounds fair. Right. An officer searched the vehicle and found drug paraphernalia and white powdery substance, according to a local television station. The substance, shockingly, later tested for meth. What the officer allegedly didn't get was a straight answer from Garcia about her identity. At first, according to reports, she told police she did not have her ID. Then she said her name was Mercedes and that she was born in 1998. Quote, I went back to my patrol patrol car and performed a record search on the name given, the arresting officer wrote in a police report obtained by a local news organization. He said the photo that came back, quote, appeared to be a different individual. Once positive ID was made, investigators discovered Garcia had outstanding warrants and took her into custody. She was also charged with providing a false information with intent to be another actual person, possession of a controlled substance, driving on a suspended or revoked license, and operating a vehicle without insurance. Garcia, as of this uh, piece coming out, remained behind bars in Davis County Jail on $9,077 bond, which means that nobody likes her, because if you can't get bailed out on that bond, nobody likes you. Yep. How now, much was the bond? $9,077. That's nothing. I mean, that's not too much. That's not too much. But but again, she was 38, and she cited her daughter who was born in 1998, <laughs> who she named Mercedes. So she was trying to pass herself off and, as a 21-year-old. Right, and right now, I'm going to turn my computer on and show you guys. I've seen picture. this picture. It's amazing. Okay. Not. Okay. It is incredible. Um, I really can't recap it for the <laughs> listeners. But I Hold would on. Let me try. Hold okay. on. Yeah. I know Danny, this go is, ahead. I know this is radio. I know this is radio, so maybe we're the only ones who's going to enjoy this. And that's okay. sort of been a theme of this show so far today. But if... Look at that picture. All right. Think of Michael Jackson and Kiss makeup. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. That's not bad, Danny. Look at that picture. Now I'm going to show you a picture of the sex robot for my previous story. And I'm not sure they're not the same person or robots. <laughs> Am I crazy? No, the robot's got better eyelashes. <laughs> Yours is more attractive. Yeah, if I was approached by both, I'm taking the robot. But the Michael, ro- Michael Jackson in, in kiss makeup is what she looks like. What has she done with her eyebrows? So if these two approached you at a bar, you're going. I take, you're I going take the home, killer robot. You're going home with the killer robot. Like I, take, I said, a lot of people are into different things. I'm taking the killer robot, and you know what? It's not even particularly close. She's got the lip deal too, where she has the lip. What, what's it called? When the fillers, when you get the, your lips blown up. Yeah, Botox. Botox. Thank you. Oh boy. Anyway, that's my contribution, and man, is that scary. All right. In other news, Danny, is this your first in other news? This is my first one, so we're going to see how this goes. Nice. Let's go. So, in uh, Duluth, Georgia, a Georgia probation <laughs> officer has resigned, and her friend has been arrested for borrowing that officer's badge and gun in order to try and get free snacks at a quick trip. What? Yes, she. Police officers, I guess, sometimes get free donuts, free snacks. This woman wanted free stuff, so she took the badge and the gun of her friend. 33-year-old Patrika Lakiche Edgerton was arrested and charged sure, with impersonating... I mean, there are a couple capital letters. I, 
a lot of stuff. Impersonating a police officer, uh, J.T. Smith, police officer, said that he saw Edgerton inside the quick trip with a badge and a gun requesting free snacks, and her actions seemed suspicious. <laughs> that seems suspicious? I don't get it. Smith's body cam then showed that he pulled Edgerton over, and she was still wearing the badge. The footage shows Edgerton admitting that her passenger, Brandy Green, was an officer with the Department of, Co- of Community Supervision who let her borrow the gun and the badge. Let her? Yes, she let didn't her. take it. No, no. This she was, was like, a- "Yo, I need to go get some snacks. Can I borrow your badge and gun?" Yes. <laughs> what? Okay. <sighs> no, just no. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it happened. So yes, it's a thing that happened. No, Judge. I know, but I'm just I'm having, I'm struggling. And she didn't wear a uniform. Like, what did she go in wearing? Like, jean shorts. Like she was playing clothes. And a t-shirt. Details and of that were not provided. And just flashed a badge and a gun, and she was like, I'm a cop. Give me three things. Undercover work. I don't think... I know cops do get some perks, and right they should. They work hard, and they put their lives on the line for us, but I don't... I think you're going to have to show more than just a badge and a gun. I don't think a plain clothes person walking into the quick trip with a badge and a gun. How do you suppose you won't get caught? If, If you're the cop, and your friend says this, and you're like, oh, sure, yeah, no problem... There's got to be a high percentage chance going to come back to bite you in the butt, right? You would think so, yeah. And you'd be like, that's a really bad idea. No, I don't think so. I wasn't a cop, but my brother once uh, gave my name when he uh, got into a little bit of legal trouble. Well, I just read a story about How'd that. that go? I hope your brother was <laughs> that's on, to me. was jailed for a $10,000 bond and you didn't bail him out like this person I read about. <laughs> Declan, I know you're, you love In Other News. It's your favorite segment on Mackie and Judd with Rami. Did I see you prepping a story for In Other News before the show? You want to get in on the fun? Yeah, I can get in on the phone. Let's do it. Go ahead. A uh, Portland man. I have a phone ringing here, too. That, that's all right. It's a warm You know you can mute that. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, a Portland man who created a dog poop bomb to explode on ex-friend narrowly avoids prison. What? So, Rob Alexander Stout. A dog poop bomb. Yep. All right. Told the judge that he went to a wrecking yard, retrieved an old airbag, and packed it into the toolbox with dog droppings covering it. Oh. Quote, so when it was when it was open, it would just blow the dog crap on him. Oh my God. Uh, when he and apparently it exploded with such force when like the police got a hold of this and they like I guess the bomb squad had to come out. It they exploded got a hold of it before he got to correct. use it on his friend. Okay. Quote, it exploded with such force that it sounded like an M eighty going off. What? That's concerning. Wait, wait, and and they call this guy a friend? Yeah. Like he was trying to kill him. Yeah. I don't think he I don't think he knew the the dangers of what he was doing. Yeah, he uh the friend said he was holding on to some of his tools that he wasn't giving back, so he just thought, I'm gonna put a bunch of dog poop back in this tool bag. Wouldn't you that want, ruin the tools? You want your tools Possibly. back, buddy? Possibly. You're in the I'll toolbox give, putting the bomb there. Back. Why would you just not grab the tools? No, I In fairness, in fairness. I don't think he was trying to hurt his friend, and that's a great prank. <laughs> on his surface. Wait, you're defending it? On his surface, that is a great prank. No. That is a terrific prank. On its surface, because he didn't know it was a deadly bomb filled with dog poop that he was building. Would you ever, ever on surface, associate again with the person who did something like that? If it No. If it just if just it just no. exploded and shot dog poop everywhere? Yeah, I would never talk to the person. <laughs> Rami, if you do that to me, we're not friends anymore. I, would yeah, never... I like Osgood. Please please don't ruin my relationship <laughs> with me, your dog. To me, that's a great prank, man. I don't know. Other than it being deadly, on its surface, his his intent 
To me, that's a great prank, dude. I don't think there's anything that you could do with that with with that that would be considered a good prank by me. No, nothing. Nothing involving dog poop. Like the whole thing of of sticking it, it in a bag and lighting it on fire, right? And you ring somebody's door and they say, "I don't." I, I, I've never got that. I don't want it to happen to me, but but it's a great prank. That doesn't mean it's not funny. No, correct. Uh, real quick, yeah. You guys see that the break. the the Joker film starring Joaquin Phoenix? I saw the trailer at the Venice Film Festival. Yeah, the trailer looks great. Got an eight minute standing oh, ovation well, Saturday that's night. Not appropriate. Is there anything that deserves an eight minute standing ovation? Anything? This show? Well, yeah. Other than that, um, boys. Yes, we that, have breaking news. That was Royce calling. So call him back, because he was planning to appear from Boston, I guess. Oh, I thought we didn't have Patrick today. I thought we didn't, but we do. Oh, our apologies to Patrick Royce then. We should hit a break and wrap with Royce right after this. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami on Score North on 1500, scorenorth.com, and the Score North mobile app. Hey, guys, it's Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. I want to talk to all you business owners out there. I've been a business owner myself. I know what goes into it. You love the ups and you love the elations, but you're also grinding on a daily basis, solving problems, taking care of employees, and sometimes even being around your employees more than your own family. So it helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running said business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You get a face-to-face relationship and you get over a century of experience in Federated, helping businesses become as successful as they can be. It's a Minnesota-based company down in Owatonna, and their website is a very powerful tool for all of you business owners. Federatedinsurance.com to find out about the industries that Federated protects, and Federatedinsurance.com to find your Federated marketing representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. Score North Download, brought to you by Chet Shoes, the sponsor of the great outdoor show right here on Score North. Twins and Red Sox tonight, game two of their series. Jose Barrios is on the bump. They will be down a reliever in Sam Dyson, who is returning back to the Twin Cities with bicep soreness. Dyson dealt with bicep issues after being acquired from the Giants at the trade deadline. First pitch was scheduled for 6-10 from Fenway Park, but our own Patrick Royce is live from Fenway and will uh, give us a little update here on... What the heck is going on in Boston? As it is time to wrap with Royce here on Mackie and Judd with Rami on Score North on 1500, scorenorth.com, and the Score North mobile app. What's the weather looking like out there at Fenway, Patrick? Uh, looks like a thunderstorm is going to take about an hour to blow through here. They made everybody go into the ballpark and into the uh, the uh, place where they sell merchandise uh, because there's some lightning. And one of the worst things ever happened in American sports is the recent uh, lightning strike at the golf tournament. So now we're completely paranoid about lightning again. So uh, anyway, they sent anybody in, and it'll be about an hour rendering, I guess. It looked like I was looking on radar, and it looked fairly thick. So, And my uh, meteorologist, Marine Sun, is with me here, and he said about an hour. So he should, you know, he's got the life of... Uh, of the U.S. military in his hands, he should be fairly accurate, shouldn't he? I don't know. I would one, hope so. One would hope, Patrick. One would yes, hope. Yes, he would. I mean, he was he was over there in the desert for three years, trying to tell him when the sandstorms were coming. I hope he was right once in a while. Anyway, I, I want to apologize for yesterday, but I hadn't been here for years, 
So I, uh, I I ignored all directions and told the fellas that I knew exactly where I was going, and we took about three laps around Fenway before <laughs> I found the damn thing. So uh, they have changed everything here. So uh, anyway, hell of a ball game last night, though. One of the best regular season games yep. I've seen in a long time. It was great. That was fun. It was fantastic. Yep, it was. I mean, there. It was uh, Rogers. Uh, those three slide balls he threw to Beavers to end the game were unbelievable. But he needed those because uh, this lineup, man, you know that their pitch, their starting pitchers, which they have what half a billion dollars invested in here, I have an ERA of over five in uh, Fenway Park this year. Uh, it's amazing because that lineup is still as good as it was last year. It's an incredible lineup. Now that JD Martinez is hot again, but uh, you know they're not going to make the playoffs. They're they only got 24 left, and they got, they'd have to win about 20 minimum. Maybe that might not even do it, so they're not making the playoffs. Dyson Hurt, again, Patrick, coming yeah, back home with bicep stuff, problems. His stuff has not looked good to me since he got here. I don't know about anybody else, but I just, uh, you know, they brought him in last night, and he's, you know, there's no... There's no uh, giddy up in his fastball. He got him out. Uh, they were lucky that to happen, but uh, I'm, I'm not surprised. I, I think they uh, traded for a lame pitcher, and uh, they only have themselves to blame. They uh, did it. They waited till one minute before the deadline to make the trade and, you know, probably got some medicals through email and went with them or something. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't blame the Giants. He, he hadn't – apparently Dyson hadn't told the Giants he was sore. So, Patrick, what did uh, you think of the Twins using the opener? I uh, was not aware it was going to be an opener. Otherwise, I would have had to leave the stadium. <laughs> I would have had to go out because I, I boycott them. But they never gave us an indication that Dobnik was just going to pitch one inning. Uh, but I would say in this case, and God, I hate to admit this, uh, to get Thorpe in the game, not to have the nerves that he would have at the start of the game, Plus, to face, uh, come in and be facing a bunch of left-handed hitters probably gave him a chance to uh, get some people out. And, uh, you know, he got them out for, what, he got nine straight for three innings, and then he reverted to form and started walking people. But, uh, yeah, I, I think if your only option is to start Lewis Thorpe, then they maybe did the right thing. Pat, uh, Pat they, correct me if were, I'm wrong. You were the one who asked Rocco Baldelli whether or not he planned to use the opener at his introductory press conference, were you not? I was the one that said, uh, be coming, uh, since you come from Tampa Bay, uh, I assume you approve of the opener, which is ruining baseball. <laughs> was my question. And, uh, and he gave me a very clever answer. And that was his last one, which is amazing. Uh, that was in November and he hasn't had a good quote since, so, uh, but that's, that's the way it goes. He, uh, uh, but hey, fellas, they're on pace to win 101. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, they are. Six and 52. They've won 15 of their last. Since Cleveland caught them, they've won uh, 15 of 20. Uh, you can, you know, you can talk about the opposition, but, uh, you, you beat a, you beat, listen, I started coming in here in 1974 at Fenway watching the Twins. And throughout the 70s, no matter how large the Twins lead was with that Boston lineup, if they were ahead eight to one in the eighth, you could start writing your lead on how Boston rallied to win the game. <laughs> they had no chance to get them out in Fenway Park. 
uh, that was Rice and Lynn and Hobson, and you know that was the team where Butch Hobson hit ninth and drove in ninety runs back when ninety runs driven in meant something. And uh, yeah, I've seen I've probably seen eighty games in here, and uh, at least half the time the Twins have urinated away the lead late in the game. So uh, it was a that was quite a uh, win last night and. Rogers uh, had that shock look on his face when he gave up the home run to Benatendi, but uh, after that, he was pretty good. So you you have in, in your storied uh, uh, sports writing career, Patrick, seen a lot of home runs. Where did Miguel Sano's blast to a part of Fenway Park? I it hit, it hit the uh, pipe up above the. You got the big high wall, and then you got yep. the bleachers, and then you got the photo uh, you know stand platform up there. And it hit the pipe above there. It was unbelievable. They said 454, but uh, if it hadn't hit that pipe, it would have hit a car out on the mass turnpike. I'll tell you that. It was, I mean, it was amazing. And, uh, of course, just to make sure that you don't get overconfident, he did strike out three times. Well, that's what he does. He hits home runs yeah. and he strikes out. That's Miguel Sano, yeah, ladies yeah, and but gentlemen. But he's back to taking some wild-ass swings. Uh, yes, he is. You know, when he gets two strikes on him, I... He seems to lost his concentration. But when he saw that uh, pitch down the middle, his eyes must have gotten large because that's his, I mean, that was a crack, man. That was, and Cruz is, you know, that hitting the, hitting the straightaway center field here is one of the toughest things in baseball. And uh, Jackie Bradley gave the, uh, when Cruz hit his, Jackie Bradley gave it about two courtesy steps and started looking up. So, uh, and uh, of course, Miguel, nobody moved. They all just looked to see where it might land. Patrick, hopefully you uh, get to see some baseball and don't have to wait too long for it, sir. We appreciate the time. Oh, we uh, we'll, we we will play this evening. There's uh, no doubt about it. They're gonna uh, they're gonna this thing's gonna blow through here. But it might be eight o'clock, which would be uh, seven year time before they get started. That's not too bad. Not too bad at all. Uh, Enjoy. Uh, what time you got, gents? My watch is all messed up. Five fifty four. Really? Yes, sir. Okay. Almost uh, on the dot. Okay. Thank you. Thank Come you, Pat. On. See you. The time of day is... What time you think he has? The time of day is 5.54 p.m. You used to, when, when I was a kid, could call a number to get the time of day. Yeah, I remember that. That was The time like, of day is that was 5.53. being phased out in my youth. Now we I have cut. iPhones. I enjoyed it immensely. I like. What, I didn't need I like no what, iPhone. I like what we have better now. I didn't need no stinking iPhone. Judd, uh, Declan, how much more time do we have here? Uh, you have two minutes. Two and a half minutes. Danny today... On cluster fun. This is this is a controversy. I can't. This is believe, more than a two minute conversation. I can't believe too. you're getting into this controversial topic. You want to right save now. it for tomorrow? It's probably Are you gonna better. Be back served. tomorrow. Are you gonna be back with be us tomorrow? tomorrow. I mean, yeah. you'd be a bit better off saying the name Trump right now than bringing I this up. Can't believe what he said today on cluster fun. It was partially that's the hottest but, and yet worst take that Danny has had since joining Score North. It's a good take. It's a terrible take. It's, well, a, good take. it's a misguided take. It's an awful. It's not take. a misguided. It's more than slightly misguided. Misguided lets him off the hook. That take today is reckless. You see, Danny is a son. That's a reckless. He's take. misguided. Now, Sports dad's going to help him out. See, don't don't you don't food be dad too. Don't be that parent who doesn't see the dangers of what their son is doing. I see, I see danger constantly. That's my problem. <laughs> don't be blinded. I see danger all around. Don't let don't, don't let. How your... about the fact that Royce took three laps around Fenway Park because he thought he could find it, getting his steps in. Yeah, good for him. By the way, again to to your point. The iPhone, you just put it in the walking route, and it gets you right there. It takes you yep. right there. It's a beautiful thing, and it tells you the time. Technology is awesome, dude. I was trying to teach Rami Reddit today, and he had no idea what it was. I'm confused by it. 
Well, I'm not surprised you are. Oh, thanks, Dad. You called me Judge. Yeah, I called him Judge. (laughs) Wow. I literally said, type in offbeat Reddit into Google, and you'll figure it out, Judd. Like, what does Reddit do for you? It just provides news and content, content. yeah. Is it worth following? I I don't like Twitter. uh, it's, it's, It's like web Twitter. Web Twitter. But you can yeah. watch like games on Just there, like a bunch right? of threads Twitter, on things. I thought Twitter.com was web Twitter. Nope, not don't, at all. Don't people watch games on, on Reddit? Yeah, you can watch games on Reddit. Which you can, you can find links to get games yes. on Reddit. I know so, I know some people that do that. Yep, I know some guys. know some things. I have no idea how to do that. Oh, I don't either. Nor, don't feel bad. Nor do I really want to. This, I've seen people watching Would it benefit me? Reddit. No. Would I like it? it no, you it. cut up pieces of newspaper still. So no, I <laughs> yeah, think you're I okay. Them. I and think I you're okay. Reddit, Reddit's slogan is that they are the newspaper of the internet. Oh, I don't need them. I've got the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for telling me that. Bye. We'll get to that terrible take by Danny tomorrow on Mackie and Judd with Rami. For Daddy Cunningham, Judd Zolgad, and Ducklin Goff, Rami Makhlouf saying thanks for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 4. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.